Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. And we have another awesome guest today. Her name is Stephanie and we're going to be digging into her higher calling, looking at her current existing business and hopefully answering some of her bigger questions around what is this purpose? um, What is she really here and called to do? So welcome to the podcast, Stephanie. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Angel. I really appreciate it. Awesome. So uh, I just wanted to uh, take a moment because I, is this the first time we've ever spoken? It is. It is. Okay, cool. I follow you on Instagram, but other than that. (laughs) Okay. Well then I want to take some time to get to know you a little bit better. And so that our listeners can get to know a little bit about what you're doing in the world. So can you share with us a little bit about who you are and what you're up to? Sure. Um, I am a teacher. Um, I'm also a mom, but I'm a teacher and I direct plays at the school where I teach. I teach high school and I have started to venture out. I've been pulled, if you will, to do a lot more, believe it or not, graphic design work. And that's one of the reasons I'm calling because that I was interested in this is because I feel stuck. Um, I can't retire from teaching for another 10 years. And I can't change where I'm at because school districts don't do that, especially where I live. You just can't like from a business to a business. I can, I can go here and get a raise or do that. I can't do that where I'm at. So I'm, I'm feeling a bit lost. Um, I love my life for the most part and I love my husband. I love my kids, but I'm feeling kind of empty and really more discombobulated if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so is, are you like in some kind of contract? What do you mean you can't leave for 10 um, years? No, when teachers, uh, I'm, 
Um, I'm in Ohio, and the way it works here is you, I can retire, but I've been pay, I don't pay into, I pay into a um, pension, mm-hmm. and that's the only retirement I have. I don't have IRAs or things like that because we have in the state a pension, which is a good pension, and I've worked very hard for all of that. Well, because of how it's set up, you can't get your full amount you pay into it until you've taught, in my case, 36 years. Wow. Yeah, and I turned 50 this year, which was fantastic. Um, I'm loving it. I heard once, well, I heard once that the, oops, sorry about that. There's now an announcement. I apologize. Um, That the first 50 are for learning and the second 50 are for living. And I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, I met a good attitude. I love it. Oh, yeah. I met a a lady um, in her 80s and told me that. And I said, You look really good. She goes, Honey, first 50s for learning, second 50s for living, and I'm loving it. And that's where I'm at. Um, But with teaching, I've done this for 25 years um, because of where my birthday falls, as you see in my charts. Um, The way contracts fall in this state, you can't retire until a certain day. That day is my birthday. So because of where my birthday is, I have to teach another year in order to get my full, my full pension. And the way teaching works in this state is um, school districts, public school districts can't pay you any, well, they won't pay you pretty much what you're worth because our budgets are determined by tax dollars and they won't pay you for your experience. I have a master's degree, almost a doctorate. I've been teaching for 25 years and I can never leave my district because no other district will pay me what I'm getting paid here. Got it. Okay. So maybe there's even some challenge here of just, uh, you know, what is this higher calling and and potentially, you know, what kind of revenue stream it could potentially bring to you that, you know, maybe would allow you to, to leave earlier if you wanted that. Would that interest you? That would be fantastic. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into this. So we've got a lot of things to cover, and I want to make sure I do a thorough reading for you. So we're going to start with the three main – well, let me just fine-tune this. What's the main big challenge? Is it money? Is it – what is it? You said discombobulated. What's the one thing? Yeah, it's not money. I mean, I'm I'm comfortable. My husband has a good job. We have more – we have an abundance mentality. You know, we Mm -hmm. have more than enough to spare and to share. Um, My thing is, though, I'm not satisfied. Okay. And I've tried so many different side businesses, side hustles, quote unquote, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I've, I had this, I've had, a, I had a vision once and I've written down my vision of what I want. It's a big one, but it's like, how can I get there? And in the vision, I saw a specific path I thought, and now I'm finally abandoning these other side hustles, I think, and trying to focus on where I need to be. Okay. And I can't focus. I feel pulled in so many different directions because I've tried so many different things. My house looks like a craft magazine with all these (laughs) unfinished projects. You know, I could be a photo shoot for before. Um, but that's the way it is. It's like, Oh, before, during, and where's the after? I don't know. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I know what I love to do and what I'm really enjoying to do, but I'm don't have the clients I need. I don't have the amount of clients I need. Um, I don't know how to go about advertising. I mean, I do, but I don't. I'm right now just working out of my house with an Etsy shop, Mm -hmm. but I'm making a few sales, but not the ones you see like, Ooh, be like this person on Etsy and quit your job. And (laughs) that's who I want to be. 
I want that freedom. Okay. Well, let's get into this. All right. We're going to start with the three main planets, sun, moon, and your rising sign. Okay. Your sun, obviously, is in the sign of cancer. That's basically how you see yourself. So cancer is a water sign. Their symbol is the crab. Um, They are the mama bears of the zodiac. So they are very nurturing, yep. <laughs> uh, emotional. Um, they really want to uh, make other fe- people feel comfortable. And uh, mm-hmm. so when I do business astrology, though, I kind of turn that on its head a little bit. Uh, it's how you see yourself, but it's actually your secret sauce. So it's not necessarily the thing you have to like lean in with and let everybody know that that's who you are. Uh, it's more of, you know, you're going to bring that to your, your kismet client, your ideal customer, um, in, in a way that just feels like you're sprinkling on this. So they'll naturally feel like they're part of your family or that, but it will come later. It'll be the thing that they naturally are gravitating to towards, but they're not quite sure why. Okay. Okay, your like moon that. sign is in the sign of Virgo. And um, so what I see here in your, in your chart is you have a Virgo stellium. So what that means is you have a cluster of the same sign either in, a, in, a, in, a, in one house or throughout your chart. In this case, it's throughout your chart. And so what that means is whenever you like read your horoscope, you should read Virgo too. And you should combine cancer and Virgo, because that's really more um, indicative of who you are. Because you have three signs in the sign of cancer and four in the sign of Virgo. And the three main signs of your, of your chart are the sun, the moon, and the rising. So cancer and Virgo is really like who you are. So Virgo is an earth sign, much different than cancer. Um, very practical. Um, you know, despite being feeling discombobulated, they're usually very organized, um, very methodical, <laughs> planning. Um, but this, because you have it in the sign of your moon, your moon is actually your emotions. It's not necessarily mm. how other people see you. It's not necessarily um, doesn't have to be the career path. It's just how you how you cope with motivation, how you um, stay motivated to pursuing your dreams, how when you're feeling down, it's all Virgo. So we want to make sure that your, your moon is always in a content place. Um, and whenever it's not, we're going to you know, do some self-care rituals in order to bring her back to where she needs to be. Because at the end of the day, Virgo has this huge problem of being a perfectionist. And they have a problem with getting in their own way. They want things done and oh. they think it's going to be done in a certain way. And they get aggravated when it doesn't work out the way they want it. Yep. <laughs> so, and because they're so highly, um, they're just very intelligent people. Um, another shadow of Virgo is, um, you know, they could be very short with people that don't get things. Like they really want people to understand um, the logic of things, how things work, the mechanics. So whenever you find yourself, you know, being a perfectionist or, you know, feeling like, oh my gosh, there's too many stupid people in the world or whatever that Virgo energy happens to be, all that's saying is that it's just time to take a step back and really put the attention on you, whether that's self-growth, whether that's working on your spirituality, whether that's just taking deep breaths, because that's the other thing about Virgo is they can hold a lot of, um, their anxiety or their stress, like in their chest, like almost like, um, like it gets tight there. Like, like when 
like if you take a deep breath and you're like, okay, I just got to take a deep breath because like they hold on so tight. It's like that, that type A personality. Okay. Mine, actually, my stress is always right behind my chest and my shoulders and my back. Okay. And it gets so tight. I've actually had massage therapists like, um, these are rocks instead of like shoulders where they just can't pound it out. And that's where I hold everything, but I clench like in that upper body area. So that makes sense. Okay. So we're going to keep the, we're going to keep Virgo satisfied by taking some. So the thing about Virgo is that they actually get the most satisfaction by being of service to others because their symbol is the Virgin. It's all about Mm -hmm. selfless acts of service. So the way that they actually fuel themselves so that they feel worthy and they, they feel appreciated is actually to be of service. So it actually pairs really nicely with cancer because cancer is a, a natural nurturer. You know, she's the mama mm-hmm. bear and Virgo is really about organization and um, making sure that all the details of the silverware are there, you know, like they're going to be meticulous about the details and your sun sign is going to be the more nurturing. Let's talk through things, you know, that kind of thing. So it's a really nice pair, this water and earth element. Okay. Okay. So then your rising sign. Now we throw in the curveball. Because you have a rising sign in the sign of Aquarius. And I always get like a little bit excited when I see Aquarius anywhere in the chart because Aquarius, okay, it's it's an air sign, but she's like the rebel of the Zodiac. She's like, nah, I think I'm going to do this my own way. Uh, and she, and really nobody's going to stop her. So she's really about challenging the status quo. She's a pioneer in her own right. Um, she wants, she thinks outside the box. She's very highly sociable. She's really able to, um, get people like in on her party. You know, she really likes to create this atmosphere of like, let's just do things differently and let's make it fun. So this is really important when we're talking about a higher calling, we're talking about a new business, because this is how people see you. They don't see you as Cancer. They don't see you as Virgo. They see you as Aquarius. And so I have this little inside joke of like, Aquarius is like the girl in high school who had the purple hair and she just really didn't care what anybody thought of her. Oh my God, that was me. Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, But the thing is, I see, I tried, tried to not care if that makes sense, because I was always very shy, but my senior year, I'm like, okay, I'm done with you people. Um, but yeah, yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually shaved up the back. It was the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it was yeah. the 80s. It was more burgundy, but it was definitely purple <laughs> and the heck with the rest of you people. So we need to turn this. This is really important for your personal brand. It's really important for attracting your kismet client because when they look at you, and they see you, whether you're how you speak or how you dress or whatever you're doing, they're seeing this somebody that is, you know, an outside the box thinker. And so what's happening is if you turn that up a notch, like literally turn the dial like up like 10 more notches, what's going to happen is you're, the people you're meant to serve are going to start to come out of the woodwork because what they're, what's really happening is they're seeing a part of you that they want for themselves. So you are now a mirror to the part of themselves that they, that needs waking up the part of them. That's like, um, I want to be different. Like I want to show people who I really am, but they're scared. 
So we'll talk about who that person is intrinsically and it'll make a lot more sense. But right now, just, you know, you could even, um, you know, when we're done with this session or whatever, like Google, like all the things about Aquarius and those are the characteristics and attributes to kind of turn up a notch in everything, in your branding and, you know, whatever it is you're going to be selling and just go, go all the way because that's what Aquarius is here to do. Cool. Awesome. Super fun. Okay. So let's talk about money. Um, Saturn uh, is the uh, father figure of the Zodiac. Um, he um, is basically the disciplinarian. You know, his, he naturally rules Capricorn, but in this case, he um, is in, Aquar- uh, in Aries for you. Okay. So Aries is a fire sign. They're the first signs of the Zodiac. They're the ones with all the big ideas. They're the ones that's like, oh my God, I just have this crazy idea, you guys. And they get everybody around them excited. So it's a really, really lucrative placement for Saturn if we can harness Aries. Aries is more the idea person, not so much the implementer. So what's yeah. going to happen is Saturn and Aries are going to go on a little coffee date. And, they're, and Saturn's going to be like, okay, like the father figure, like, okay, Aries, we have, you have all these great ideas and you're really good at, you know, flapping your mouth and getting everybody interested, but what are we going to sell? What's the game plan that funnels people in and actually gets it to, so that we can turn this into something that makes money. So they kind of powwow it out and they, and they discover, you know, Aries strength is really more of the leader and less about the execution. So either you're going to need to have a team that's going to help you implement the ideas or Aries is just going to have to suck it up and learn some skills that, you know, just to kind of get the ball rolling. So that's where this like deal needs to come in because Saturn will basically make it almost impossible for you to earn money around something unless he sees effort from Aries. Like he says, okay, okay, we just had our powwow. If you don't do this, I will not reward you with money. I will not reward you with opportunities. And I definitely won't bring you the right people. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I've always said I need a secretary to help keep me organized because I don't know what color my desk is anymore. I think it's brown. So, and Um, that's, you know, even if it's like an intern, Stephanie, even if it's just someone that comes in and like, you're like, okay, like I need to get some social media going for myself. I, I need somebody to do my bookkeeping. Like, just like you need help. And Aries, you know, they're, they kind of kick and scream when they have to do things they don't want to (laughs) do. Oh, gee, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, really. I mean, my husband's an accountant, and he looks okay. at me and goes, what? I'm like, never mind. Yeah. So, so just keep that in mind, and, you know, as we move forward here, that Aries is probably going to need some help, or he's just going to have to, you know, find somebody to help him get inspired enough to want to do it. So it could, maybe it's going to be that his idea is so amazing He's like, okay, I'll just do anything to make it come to life because it's really that awesome. Or it's going to be like, it's so amazing, but I don't really want to learn how to build a website or do all that stuff. So I'm going to get somebody in to help me. So that's where we've got to be in order for Saturn to be like, okay. And he will reward you even for just the effort. Not even if like, let's say you did bring in an intern, you know, and you just started the party. He will just start now dumping in opportunities to you and other people to help you once he sees that you're taking these steps. So it's not that he's like a total a-hole. He's just like, he wants to make sure that you're doing the work. You know, he's, he's the papa bear. He's like, no, we got to make this work. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I, because I do need, I need somebody to help me, 
you know, market what I do and all these other things. And I think, okay, well, maybe I'll learn how to do that. And then I get, I'll take two weeks away from my business to go learn how to do social media, or I'll take two weeks away from my business to learn how to build this website or that website. And then I lose track of my actual business. Mm. So I'm thinking of finding people. I think oh, finding yeah. people is going to be, there is a website. I'll just quickly uh, work pop work pop um, mm-hmm. where you can find, um, you know, entry level people to help you not expensive, but you could also find an intern. So anyway, I'll just give you that resource if you need to Thank you. Um, get out there in the world and find some people. Okay. So let's keep going. We've got, um, Let's talk about your nodes. You've got your north node in the sign of Taurus and your south node in the sign of Scorpio. Okay, so these are polar opposites. They're always opposites, north and south. Um, your south node represents your, um, your natural abilities. Super interesting. I'll explain what that means in a minute. And then your north node is your challenge or your destiny. So when we're really looking at a higher calling, like what are you really here to do? It's that north node, but it's also the challenge for you. Okay, so let's start with what you're naturally gifted at, your south node, Scorpio. Okay, so Scorpio is uh, a water sign. We know that it's the scorpion is the symbol. Um, The thing that Scorpio excels at the best is being like a detective or like an investigator. They're the ones that are literally like, digging up the roots like an archaeologist, like I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Um, and they're, what they're doing is they're discovering all this stuff, like all this gold. They're like, I'm going to keep digging until I find gold. And then when they find the gold, they're like, wow, like this is powerful. And they want to share that information with other people. The problem is, is that Scorpio goes so far down the rabbit hole and they love to swim in the deep end of the pool that a lot of times, a lot of people are like, huh? Like she's going off on a tangent or she's going down the rabbit hole. So her challenge is really of like getting out of her own, um, out of her own diggings and materializing all that stuff that she's just, you know, theorized all that information that she's just accumulated Um, all that, you know, deep, intimate work, you know, she's very much about like, you know, spirituality, all that water element, emotions. Um, There's also some secretiveness, almost like a little bit of hoarding the information could be also very Scorpio. Um, But they have so much high intelligence that they're naturally gifted at getting to the root of a problem. Okay. I teach history, so that helps. So, and a lot of times what they're digging for is like, they're trying to come up with their like own theory about stuff. Mm -hmm. So any kind of like, you know, even if you like made up your own word and like created a theory around it or a philosophy and from all the things that you've gathered, all the books that you've read, all the things about history, and you just started gathering all this information and you birth this new concept. So there's really this very, um, high education, um, intimate work. So I don't know, like sometimes, well, Scorpio naturally rules like the sex organs. Um, it doesn't have to be literal here. We could use it metaphorically about intimacy, like getting people to swim in the deep end of the pool, getting them to look at some of their shadow work. Um, that's very Scorpio. So I don't know. And it sounds like you teach history, but in your higher calling, you're really about you know, the shadows of things, like getting to the root, getting intimate, getting really real with people. 
I also teach psychology and everybody ends up in my classroom wanting to talk, mm. but I'm not a psychologist. I'm like, I'm not professional, but like, can we please talk about it? I'm like, yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> okay. So yeah. that brings a new element then, because now that I know that you, cause psychology is very Scorpio. Like they are, mm -hmm. they, they are, they know all the personality disorders. Like they just know oh, yeah. all that stuff. That's very Scorpio. So somewhere in your signature system, somewhere in your higher calling, we have to use this natural gift of just being able to understand human behavior, um, human emotion, all that stuff needs to somewhere be inside of what you're going to sell. And it sounds like right now you're doing graphic design. So I don't know if you have some kind of like, I don't know if you work with clients and you have to ask like intimate questions. Well, what, I, what I've been yeah. doing, yeah, what I've been doing is I have been creating custom invitations. I just did it as a fluke for someone and they're like, oh, I really like this. So I started, believe it or not, I have a thing for a television show called Doctor Who and I started making Doctor Who wedding invitations and people started and I started selling them on my Etsy shop. I haven't sold a ton, but I get all these great comments on them. Like nobody has any, you know, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, if they're not stellar, like different, but it's nerds and geeks don't necessarily like to admit it out to the open that we like these things, but I'm, it's something that people have seemed to like that they felt it was them. If that makes sense, it was their style. And when I do my invites and I do my um, invitations or whatever it is, I try to talk to my client of, do you like this? Do you like that? Talk to me about what you like, what you don't like. Um, and sometimes I just find things that kind of give me an edge. Like, I love that. I never thought about it. So it's more, it's more that. Um, I love to, I used to plan weddings, believe it or not. So it was all about what do you like? What do you want? What makes you happiest on that day? And what doesn't make you happy on that day? And that's kind of where I'm trying to go is these custom invitations leading to a complete wedding event package that I can make pretty and meaningful for my clients. Okay. Well, I like where this is going because, well, first of all, remember we, I mentioned that you have a Virgo stellium. Virgos are naturally the producer. They're not necessarily the ones that like, you know, make the flower arrangements, but they're like making sure that all the T's are crossed, all the dots are dotted, all the I's are dotted. They're just making sure that everything runs smoothly for the customer. Oh, trust me. I've done enough proms. <laughs> oh yeah you know you know and I do that's the thing is I want their day to be the best it can be I like having my hand in the design work though I will say that I like you know oh, there it goes again excuse me um I like to be the one who sets the tablescape and then I'm going to go back and check to see if who's helping me did this tablescape the way I, I want it I mm -hmm. love that design but then I need to make sure it's done back to that control thing that we weren't really saying out loud, but yes, it is um, <laughs> of the idea of I need to make sure my vision for your vision as a client is mm -hmm. done and done exactly the way it is. And I'm, you know, I'll go back and, and mess with an invitation three or four days before I give it to a client. Um, and sometimes I can kick them out in two hours. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. So trying to make sure 
everybody's happy, but my ideas are out there as well as the client's ideas. Sometimes I feel like I'm a problem solver for them. I want this and I'll, it's the classic, I'll know it when I see it. It's like, great. (laughs) (laughs) Or I want it to, I want it to be pretty. Okay. Let's work on defining pretty. Um, so I, I think that, that, that makes a lot of sense of where I'm at. Okay. I just Um, had an intuitive hit here. Okay. So you're talking about, you know, you you have the Saturn and Aries, which is all about the big idea and they're going to need some help. So, and because you are naturally gifted at kind of like digging and it could be just digging, like, well, let's define pretty, let's get to the psychology, let's get to the, you know, the root of what you want it to look like. But your team, you know, you are the, you know, you're the executive producer. You don't always for the rest of your career have to be designing the the, um, invitations. You're the one making sure that you've gathered enough information. So perhaps your team, they create invitations and you just approve it or tell them to tweak it before it ever makes it to the client. So you really have your hand in all of the cookie jars, but it's to your standard. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That really, and that, and like I said, in this vision that I had while meditating one day, that's what I saw is I saw myself with a team surrounded by the designs that we were working on and them coming to me and asking, is this what we wanted? Is this what we needed? Um, but I've, 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 like, like I said, I've seen it. I've actually seen it. It's just, now it's just me and an Etsy shop. <laughs> See, so and I think that's, you but that's where I want to be. So, you know, work pop, you know, potentially finding even some kind of like yeah. junior designer, junior graphic designer, where you're basically molding them into what your vision is and helping them to, you know, create these invitations or whatever design work that you want them to do so that it's really um, indicative of your brand and, and that, and don't forget though, there's like, it's got to have that Aquarius you know, that rising sign, that Aquarius vibe to it. So you almost will have to, you know, teach somebody how to execute your vision for your client. Okay. Hmm. I like that. I like that. I like so you're, yeah, you, yeah, you'll probably have some processes um, that you will have to implement in order to kind of build this out. But having somebody where you don't have to, you know, you said one time you can bust it out in two hours and another time it's days. But if you actually have somebody else doing that process, you can go out and get more customers. You can go be Aries, you know, have this big idea about this big vision of I want to do events and I want to make, you know, have people like feel so special on their wedding day and all this stuff and do that big work where you have the, 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 the back end, right? The, the team right. that's supporting the bigger vision. Cause right now there's not a team there and Aries ex- excels more in the front of the house, you know, the, the ideas yeah. and then your natural gift of being able to dig and dig and dig with your client until they're like, Oh my gosh, like you're really getting it for me. And then branding yourself is this, you know, having some kind of like avant-garde way of doing what you're doing. Now you've just created a really great niche for yourself. I love it. I absolutely love it because I will say every, I was actually fired from my first job at Dairy Queen um, because (laughs) seriously, I did because I delegated too much. They're like, because I would get the orders and I'm like, okay, I need you to do this and you to do this and you to do this and you to do this. And I, they kept giving me less and less hours. And I said, why? And they said, because you don't do it all. 
And I said, well, that doesn't make any sense for me to do it all. When we've got these people who excel at this and this, and I was 16 when go. that happened. Yeah. That's um, very it's like, though. That's very yeah. though of you. Yeah. So that's what, and I guess my next thing is, oh, geez, where do I go from here? Okay. So we got a couple more things. Okay. So you got your north okay. node. So now you know your natural ability is the natural ability to dig. So whenever you're meeting gotcha. with a client, you just got to dig and dig and have your whole entourage of questions that you're going to ask them just to get to the root. Because until they say the magic adjective that describes the invitation that makes sense to you, that you can translate that back to your team, it's going to be impossible. So right now we need to really you know, embrace Scorpio, embrace that she likes to get to the bottom, that she's really getting to know her client on a very intimate level so that she can make them happy. Okay. okay. Your North node is your challenge. It's your destiny. You have Taurus there. Okay. So Taurus naturally rules the second house, which is all about money and possessions. He's also ruled by Venus, which is the goddess of love, um, beauty, luxury, fine details. So your challenge here is how do we turn this avant-garde, you know, Aquarius essence brand of helping people, you know, have the most beautiful, you know, memorable wedding of their life and in such a way that it's that it feels exquisite even if it's like you know your prices aren't premium or whatever that ends up being for you but Taurus has the gift of of making everything feel plush um, he has the gift of you know working really hard um, to monetize what they want to do but they're but they're naturally you know there's a little bit of bling in Taurus. There's very much um, the appreciation for the comfort. So I'm seeing that like, you know, just between you and your client. So here you are showing up, you know, um, to them as Aquarius, a little avant-garde, a little outside the box, but then your Aries fire shows up and you're just like, I got this great idea for you. We're going to execute. It's going to be amazing. But Taurus is the one that's giving them um, a VIP experience. Mm -hmm. really making it like really so you can use your Scorpio here but there's also going to be even if it's virtual that it feels VIP so everything is like top-notch all the way through even if it's like you know getting on Skype to have the conversations or I don't know if you just work with people locally or if you just want to you know take it global or whatever but there's always going to be you know the best paper or it's always going to be like um, you know, you know, my assistant will follow up with you a few days before there's always very much th those extra little details that make people feel like, wow, she really cares. Okay. Yeah, that does make sense. It does. And if you're being pulled in too many directions, that's just another reason why that team is going to be imperative because you won't be able to, you know, really reach your destiny of where you're going to take this big vision without that because Taurus First of all, Taurus will work hard, but he kind of has a stubborn attitude where like, I'm going to work hard, but I want my big house in the end. I want to take spa days. Like he's, he's very much like making a deal. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it super Excel and like super awesomely. And it's going to be luxe and amazing, but I need to be able to like take trips if I want to. And I, I need to be able to detach from time to time. So he's trying his challenge for you is that, let's build this thing, but let's build it so that I can have some freedom to enjoy the finer things in life. Uh, that, yeah, I like that. That makes, it's so funny because, and I keep going back to this vision that I had 
it actually, and then it's so weird. Okay, bear with me. It sounds out there, but here we go. Um, my vision was this business of this all-encompassing um, stationery, et cetera, blah, 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 for events in a castle in Scotland that I lived in. <laughs> And then wow. I was goofing around. I was, oh yeah, I'm telling this is big sister. We're talking big. Um, and I was goofing around on the internet looking for something or whatever, because I do have a tendency to try to get back to Scotland as much as I can. I just love the country. I feel pulled. I feel like I'm home when I'm there. And I was born here in the States, et cetera, but I feel pulled to this area. And I found what looked, I found, I started clicking around and like, oh, castles for sale. Sure. Let's do that. And there's one. Um, outside of Glasgow, it's about 90 minutes north, that's for sale. And the room I clicked on looked like the room in my vision. Wow. It freaked me out for a minute. And I'm like, oh, that's great. It's only, you know, 3,900,000 mm-hmm. pounds, you know? Well, I, so every now and then I just go back just to look at it. It's still for sale. It's been two and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's still for sale. Now, I don't know what that means, but, but it's not just this castle. It's grounds. It's coach. It's like coach houses. So I have written this whole thing down in my dream book that I meditate with that is, this is what I want for this. This is my venue. This is my office. This is this. This is where the wedding party can stay. This is where we can have this. This is where we can have that. I mean, in, I mean, you, it's a vision where you have people talking to you in this vision going, and I'm like, where's my husband? And he's like, oh, he's downstairs making furniture. My husband likes to make furniture. You know, all of these bizarre things. But so when we talk about big, I'm right now a one-person Etsy shop, but that's where I want to be. And when you talk about luxury, yeah, I want to work out of a castle. <laughs> Exactly. So here's the problem then right now. It's like you're playing so small and it's very safe. Yeah. You know, so there's going to have to be, you know, pushing, you know, to get Taurus to feel satisfied and push him towards his destiny and to satisfy areas of like, I've got this really big idea. I need other people and I need a plan. And Saturn's like, yeah, "Yeah, you need a plan. You need some people. You can't be doing it all. That's just not how you know, running a business works. And even if that means that you're right. in the, instead of you taking two weeks out to learn how to build a website or whatever, bring somebody in who's like very, you know, um, you know, beginner stage and then have them start learning some stuff, like start building them into your business, give them more authority, give them some more autonomy, but you are basically um, the teacher of them. You're, you're, you're basically yeah. teaching them how you want it done. Yeah. And it's so funny. I actually have a student who has run successful Instagram campaigns. Like this is a kid who's 15, who was 15 years old and he ran a campaign for a company that ended up with almost 2 million followers. I'm going to go find him. I think he's down the hall one day. I'm like, Hey, remember when you said you'd help me with my Instagram account? Come here. (laughs) We're going to do this now. Um, But yeah, I do. And I'm not sure where fear falls in all of this. But being married to an accountant, I'm extremely money conscious, conscious when it comes to, you know, if I'm making 10 bucks a month in my Etsy account, I'm thrilled, you know. So I'm, I'm very, the, the business is not self-sustaining at this point. And he and I are just very, very, okay, we have a plan, we have this, we have that. My 
concern is how do I hire these people? How do I do this? How do I do that? And I don't know who I should be looking to in my chart to say, hi, help. I need answers here. If that makes sense. Okay. Well, finding a team and, you know, attracts, I think the better question, if we can just turn that around is instead yeah. of worrying about how you're going to build the team and pay them, the bigger, the better question is how am I going to get these clients? Okay. That, they, yep. You know what I'm saying? So I, cause that's what, yeah. Clients go, first. Go get the clients. Aries is like, I'll go get the clients. So really we need a game plan. So let's go ahead and let's, let's end this and, and start really getting into who's this customer. How do I get this okay. customer to, to come and work with me? So yeah, this is your 12th house. Your 12th house is your karmic debts. It's your limiting beliefs. It's your subconscious mind. It's basically what you came here to do to work through. Now, you, we already talked about the North Node, which is your challenge, which is really to step up into that more VIP experience, you know, for your customers, but also for, you know, how you see yourself. So in this case, you have your 12th house ruled by Capricorn. And um, Capricorn is basically an, is an earth sign. The symbol is the, is the sea goat. Um, it's the only earth sign that has this practical climbing, you know, climbing the mountain, slow and steady winds are raised, very ambitious, but it's the only earth sign that has a fin because it's a sea goat. So under, excuse me, underneath the surface is like all these emotions. But I always like make the joke that like Capricorn is like poker face because you never see that part of them because they just like don't show that part. They show the part mm -hmm. that's I'm very, you know, climbing the mountain. I'm, I'm very ambitious. I want to get this vision out in the world. Um, so you're here to work through some of the karmic debts of Capricorn, you know, the, the bringing some of those, that emotion to the surface, um, letting people see more of who you really are, um, it, even when it feels uncomfortable. So like transparency and vulnerability, um, and, and really letting people into your world, into your, um, just into your higher self, um, the part of you that's not just work. It's not just you being a mom. It's not just um, these hats that you wear, but actually this spiritual component um, of who you really are at the core. So when you look at that, as far as like, okay, I'm here to work through, you know, my own, um, my own poker face, you know, and bringing and really shining that through um, your kismet client is going through the same thing. So the goal here is the person that you're meant to serve is going to be working through some of their karmic debt while they work, while you work through theirs together. And it's, you know, it doesn't have to, it's not, not spoken, but it's just basically, it's a part of you. So there's a reason why the wedding industry interests you. There is a reason why, you know, design interests you. There's a reason and fascination between about history and psychology and all these other things that make you truly a one-of-a-kind blueprint. So when you're attracting um, the person that you're here to serve, it's really going to be about talking to the archetype of Capricorn. So when you go out and, you know, in social media, for instance, let's say you bring that guy in and you're like, okay, I want to attract my kids, my clients. This is what I know about them. I know that they have poker face, you know, that they are probably highly driven individuals. Maybe they own their own business, but Capricorn is definitely an ambitious sign. So your kismet client is also ambitious. 
Okay, they, they don't waste time, mm -hmm. they get the job done, slow and steady wins the race. Now, the other gotcha. part of Capricorn that you know about them is that they're not really that good at talking about their emotions. So that's where this natural ability of Scorpio comes into play. It's like, well, what do you want your wedding to be like? And they're not going to be very good at talking about how they want it to, how they want it to make them feel. They might be saying, well, I want it to be amazing. I want it to be luxurious. I want it to be, you know, the best in this, whatever. But it's going to be your job to ask them, how do you want to feel on your wedding day? How do you want your mm -hmm. husband to feel about you? Like, it's going to be up to you to ask those harder questions because she might be able to tell you visually, like with her Pinterest board about what she wants it to look mm -hmm. like. But the real gift that you have is that gift of Scorpio, of digging. And when you dig into people's psychology and you dig in and you ask them how they feel and you get more intimate with them, now you've created a bond, a bond that separates you from the other people that could help them with their wedding because you're now getting more real with them. You're actually creating a, a strong connection with them. Does that make sense? Okay. That makes perfect sense. It's not about, and, and that's, I, yeah, that just makes, it clicks. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just like processing right now. Yeah. As I'm yeah. No, no, no. Going, Everybody, every time I go through the Kismet Kayan plot, people are like, what? Oh my goodness. So, no, I mean, because it just makes so much sense because I'm thinking of questions I do ask and I, that off usually comes up. I'm like, well, what's the feel of this? I mean, I say what the feel, but I think I need to change that to how do you want this to feel? What is the feeling you want out of it? How do you want to feel when people see this invitation or they sit down to this meal or something exactly. like that? Okay. Exactly. So that's going to be your challenge. You need the, you need the team to support oh, yeah. your big vision. You need to be the producer, not necessarily like just the labor worker. And you need to get more intimate with your kismet clients and pull them out of poker face and get them into their heart how they feel excellent thank you there we have it okay. so i want to make sure before i let you go because i've got another person in the queue here um mm -hmm. what, did you have a breakthrough yeah i did i did well all of a sudden pieces started falling together it's like the puzzle yep. just started to land in place because everything i mean i've read horoscopes and do and i like i said i do things like that but not nothing like this and i'm like Oh my gosh, that's me, and 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 that's me. Um, and coming out this high idea of, you know, how this whole, the big question is how to, to come to my clients is how do you want to feel on your day? Yeah. And that may be the jumping off logo, not logo, but the jumping off idea of my brand yeah. of how do you want to feel? Not what color do you want? Not do you want it pretty? Yes. Do you want it to smell good? Is how do you want to feel today? Yep. How do you want to, how do you want to feel? Because I think especially brides want everybody to be happy. They want everybody to have a good time. That's fine. What do you want? Because if you're not happy, nobody's going to be happy. If you're not content, no one is going to be content. And the, the brides that I've worked for in the past, I've tried to do that for them. And even when I do baby shower invitations, it's one of those, how do you want to feel when you look at this invitation, welcoming your child into the world? Yeah. And that is, I just got to now work on that. 
And yeah, that's And don't be huge. afraid. Remember, don't be afraid. We, remember, we got to turn up the dial of Aquarius. So mm-hmm. the more that you show up being a 100% individual, share your story, you know, be avant-garde, all that Aquarius, it's like you're giving them permission to be more of who they are. So the more that you can show that in your own brand, they're going to magnetically be attracted. They're like, wow, like, wow. She Even with like, you know, as you start to build your portfolio of all these, you know, events that you've done and you start showing how individualistic all of them are because they all wanted to feel a different way. And then that kind of will separate you from the other people that are offering a similar service because they're like, well, I saw all these different, you know, weddings that she's done. And I noticed that they all have their own flavor. I want mine to have the mm-hmm. own flavor. And I think that's where it's going to be a real, uh, a real niche for you. Yeah. I, because I'm thinking of all the I've done, the, I've seen wedding shows and all of this. And it's, we have the pink scheme and the purple scheme and this and that yeah. and this and that. And they look cookie cutter. I hate cookie cutters. I like cookies. I don't like cookie cutter. Bring it into um, your brand, girlfriend. You got something real special here. Thank you, darling. I really, really appreciate this. I am so tickled. I can't stand it. I awesome. really, really am. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, me too. I want to thank you, first of all, for sharing, you know, and being very open and transparent in this podcast, because there's a lot of people that are going through the similar thing of like, I've got all these ideas, you know, I'm stuck at this job, I'd love to be able to make money and go move into my own castle and do this whole thing. Um, But there's a lot of moving parts. And so I want to thank you for sharing. Thank you for being a part and and letting people into your world. Um, It's been such a pleasure to do this for you. So thank you so much, Stephanie. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Angel. Thank you for taking the time. I really, really appreciate it. Awesome. I'm so grateful I got to talk to you. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Rising Star Project. Uh, My name is Angel Quintana. We're our guest here with Stephanie. And I can't wait for our next guest who's coming up next. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch up with you guys real soon. Have a big dream that feels just out of reach? Not sure which step to take? Or just simply unclear what to do next that will make the greatest impact? Perhaps like Stephanie, your motivation isn't just money-oriented, but rather structure-minded. You need a game plan to satisfy Saturn, and all that begins with a big dream. What is it that you desire? Don't let your limiting beliefs prevent you from really visualizing what it is you want. Go big or go home, as they say. And if you struggle with putting the game plan together, embrace your inner Saturn. See what sign it's ruling. You just might discover there is a much needed coffee date with Saturn to powwow the dream into actionable steps. And if you still can't figure it out, join me at my next Business Astrology Roundtable. And let's use the stars and the planets to awaken those next great steps. You got this, girl. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.